You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All rise. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report. Get the top story on the hot-button Internet legal topics of the day. This is your home for the latest on Internet law and policy. Hear the latest net trends impacting business and have your questions answered right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report. Now, please welcome your host, the founder of the Internet Law Center, Bennett Kelly. Good morning. This is Bennett Kelly broadcasting live from the Internet Law Center in Santa Monica in the heart of Silicon Beach. Thank you for joining us and please be seated. Uh, We have another great show for you today and a very special one indeed, um, fit for the holiday um, season. Um, We're starting off our day with um, a visit from... Douglas Gansler, who is the Attorney General of the State of Maryland and the President of the National Association of Attorneys General. And um, he's going to be talking to us about his initiative um, on Internet privacy. And then in the second half hour, um, we're going to be talking with a bunch of technophiles about what apps and websites they're thankful for this year. So we got a great show um, and you know how I always like to check the calendar. Um, coincidentally, today is World Hello Day, and you're probably wondering what exactly that is. And uh, But it was actually started after the 1973 um, um, Mideast War and as a way to create greater understanding and um, promote peace. And the goal that um, simply try to reach out to people, different people, 10, 10 people, and greet them as a way to foster peace. And so given that today's World Hello Day, I say hello to all of you and also have good news that there has been a ceasefire announced in the um, in Israel and the occupied territories. So um, good news there. But without further ado, let me introduce um, Douglas Gansler, who is the Attorney General of Maryland. Um, he was the only statewide elected officer who was re-elected in 2010 without an opponent, um, although we'll get into that in a bit. Um, and um, he's just recently elected as uh, president of the National Association of Attorneys General. Douglas, are you with us? I am. I want to thank you for joining us. It's a great pleasure to have you. And um, 
just for the record, um, many, many years ago, um, Douglas and I worked together at a firm that is no more, Howery and Simon. And um, Douglas has done great things since then, including being um, district attorney for Montgomery County, Maryland, where he actually had one case of international import. And um, he's now in his second term as attorney general. You had quite a fight there. I was looking at the, the count and um, – Basically, uh, you got uh, 1.6 million. Uh, the next closest guy, uh, right in, got 300 votes, and then Mickey Mouse got 30 votes. Really? And so, yeah, Mickey's strong. Mickey's strong. And I was wondering if you've reached out to the entertainment community to you know deal with any hard feelings they might have from such a drubbing. <laughs> no, you know I'm okay with it. Yeah, I think it's uh, you know Mickey. Mickey's appealing to a different group of people, and I'm sure that if you know if we took a poll in Disneyland, he'd win. Now, um, if, for those who aren't familiar with Maryland, uh, you know Maryland does you know, have you know, quite a, a role in technology, both in terms of defense, um, definitely with biotech, with the National Institute of Health there, but it's also become somewhat of an emerging uh, internet center as well. Um, for example, um, advertising.com is based there, and there are a number of other um, com- tech companies growing in the Baltimore and the Be- Bethesda corridors. And um, you've actually taken a, quite an interest in tech as Attorney General, particularly in social media. Well, there's two things. Well, in, in terms of Maryland and, and it being uniquely positioned, I would say in, in, in drilling down deeper, the place where we're best situated is for cybersecurity because – we have an NSA is, is in Maryland, um, Fort Meade, Aberdeen. There's a lot of lot going on in the cybersecurity world. So we're seeing as more and more small tech companies, cybersecurity tech companies, people in that space coming to Maryland and setting up shop here. And then being, you know, obviously it's juxtaposition to the federal government um, is also helpful in D.C. So you're seeing that in terms of my own interest in the tech world, I mean, I have very little tech knowledge, but... I do understand that you know the, the tech world is is, is literally uh, you know booming around us. And when I became president of the National Association of Attorneys General, what happened was they you know we have to have a, a presidential initiative. So last year, the president of NAG they call it National Association of Attorneys General, uh, the president of NAG was Rob McKenna, who's the Attorney General of Washington State. And you know we switched by parties, political parties each year. I'm a Democrat; he was Republican. His issue is human trafficking, which is a huge issue and very underexposed issue, a very important issue. Um, what I chose to talk about was uh, do my presidential initiative it was around privacy in the digital age and privacy in the internet, that kind of thing. And what what that means is when we have conferences, we have different panels, and when the, the attorneys general of the United States get together, we have panels on, on different subjects involving privacy in the Internet, privacy in the digital age. And then in mid-April, we'll actually have a, a full conference here in Maryland at National Harbor, middle of April, um, on focused just on the issues of privacy in the digital age. So um, it's been fascinating. I, I became president in June, uh, and will be president until this June. And we have, I mean, I've learned an enormous amount, and I think it's been really good to establish a further dialogue on this issue with attorneys general, the last point I'll make is is attorneys general have been increasingly filling this space in terms of enforcement um, on the internet in particular because you know local d- district attorneys are, are very much concentrating on street crime, rape, murder, arson, that kind of thing. 
the federal government is increasingly focused on homeland security, terrorism, and, and, and that kind of thing. And there's a real vacuum in the middle, and, and sort of who's, who's monitoring the Internet? And uh, attorneys general are really filling that space. Now, in, in some cases, you, know, there are, you mentioned um, you know, Attorney General McKenna. You know, Washington is, is a great example of, of a state that actually decided to have a major presence in, in Internet issues. Um, they actually created a cyber unit within their um, department, you know, getting special funding, I think, when um, Governor Gregoire was Attorney General. Are you seeing that happen much among your colleagues, or you know, is it, are people still kind of getting up to speed on how to address the Internet from a law enforcement perspective? Well, two things. One, I mean, we've done a lot collectively as Attorneys General. I mean, you know, the Internet is obviously not confined by any natural borders, and, and so it, it goes past state lines. In fact, much of what we see, and particularly the insidious conduct, is international in nature. So we've done a, a number of enforcement actions and, and educational efforts collectively around the country. And so, you know, I, MySpace comes to mind when we had, we reached an agreement to give us uh, addresses of sexual predators that were on the Internet. Uh, Craigslist, which is basically running an online brothel that we, we dealt with. Backpage.com, which is which is a, a website used for human trafficking. Um, these are places where we work collectively together. Now, in terms of the offices themselves and, and the, the way in which they're structured, California and Maryland have are, are two of the offices that have set up privacy um, divisions. The privacy divisions within the office to look at these issues around privacy. In the on the internet, and so that's a little bit more specific to the privacy issues. But in terms of internet enforcement, um, you know, almost every state now is pretty vigilant in going after uh, two things: child predators and child pornography. And a lot of it's education, by the way. I mean, if you know, if we were having this conversation five years ago, the biggest concern on the internet at that time, uh, particularly dealing with children, would be. Uh, sexual predators coming after kids, taking them from the virtual to the real world, and the dangers that, that then follow, and, and, you know, sexual in nature and, and actually killed and murders. Um, you don't hear that still happens, but you don't hear it by it, at all in the, in the same numbers. And much of that is because parents are educating their kids that you know don't give certain types of information over on the internet to, to strangers and, and, and so forth. Um, but privacy is, is really a big issue now. Um, out there, so a couple, some of the offices like mine in Maryland and California, Harris as well, have set up privacy units. And what do you hear from constituents about privacy? Well, there's a big concern with constituents. You know, wh- why is it that when you go on a, a website and you buy a product, all of a sudden the next time you get on the Internet, you're getting ads um, about similar products? And, and you, know, you go on or why you do a, a, a map search to your next desti- uh, where you're going to vacation, and all of a sudden you start to get bread and, bre- bed and breakfast ads from that site and, and, and hotel places and tourism ads, and, and it's spooky for some people. And mm-hmm. so I think there's, so, the, so we get complaints, and then the question is, what do you do about it? And then what it really comes down to, it seems to me, is two things. One is, are, are, these, comp- are these Internet providers, are these sites, um, giving you explicit information regarding your privacy. That is, what are they doing with the information that they're collecting? And second, do you have an ability to opt out? Do you have an ability, well, in a perfect world, do you have an ability to opt in, but do you have an ability to opt out of them 
selling your information, using it for different purposes. We all you're trying to do is buy buy something over the internet as a matter of convenience, and they're taking that information and using it to to have more precise laser laser precise advertising abilities. Well, but in, in fairness, at the same time, providing um, you know websites with with information there that is free. Well, um, that's totally that's exactly the point, and so that, what that's we're the looking exchange. at. Right, and what we're looking at from Attorney General is not to you know, sort of say anybody's doing anything wrong here, not go after any particular, uh, indict any companies and so forth. It's where do you draw that line between the completely legitimate business interests of Internet providers which, um, and, and companies which are, provide an enormous service. You can, you can find out anything in a matter of you know, nanoseconds. And the the information is right there on the Internet, and it's most, of it, most, most of it's free. And, and their desire to do the targeted ads, and frankly, the consumer would, in, in most cases, would rather, if they're going to get ads, and they are, otherwise there would be no Internet, um, there would be no funding for it, wouldn't you rather have, the argument would be made, relevant ads to you, things that you're interested in, and not be inundated with ads that you have no interest in? So where, and where do you draw that line? And that line can be driven, uh, uh, can be drawn different places for different people between an individual's privacy and a, business, a legitimate business interest. And it, it, I've the about two years ago, or actually maybe even longer, maybe about four years ago, the FTC started a process where they tried to get their arms around um, where we were in the state of privacy, and they have what they call a series of roundtables around the country. And actually, Chris Olson, you may remember, he was very, very much involved in that, and um, and in doing so. They, they, they actually conceded that what we're discovering is that even where disclosures are made, they're not being read. And right. so on one hand, we and want... And much of that's intentional. I'm sorry? And much of that is intentional. I mean, it's like, it, it, you know, some of it is, some of it isn't. In other words, it's like any kind of thing when you buy a product, they'll give you a big book. And, and the, right. the one thing you True. want to know about is on page 12 in the fine print. Same right. thing with the Internet. I mean, the Apple terms and conditions are famous, and actually, um, there are there are some watchdogs, and it's even a website out there called um, Terms of Service Did Not Read that is um, doing a great uh, job of um, e- exploring and you know abusive terms of service. And uh, South Park actually did a great job on Apple's terms of service. But um, we're going to take a, a short break in a minute. But when we come back, I'd like to talk to you just about, you know, so how do you strike the balance? I mean, what, what should be um, the role of the disclosure and, and how much is it um, the consumer's responsibility to, um, you know, n- know what they're getting into? Um, but we're going to take a short break. Um, you're listening to Cyber Law and Business Report on Webmaster Radio. Stay tuned for more of the Cyber Law and Business Report after this brief recess for our sponsors. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 11th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2013. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. 
Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 11th Annual IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Ho, ho, ho. This is Tim Ash, your host for LPO, Landing Page Optimization, CEO of Site Tuners, and chairperson of the Conversion Conference. I want to wish all of you a rocking fourth quarter, a great start to the new year, and higher conversions in 2013. And that's in case we're still around and the world doesn't really come to an end. From all of us to all of you, WebmasterRadio.fm, wishing you happy holidays and a prosperous new year. The best gavel-to-gavel legal news and information on the net is right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report, only on webmasterradio.fm. And we're back, and we're talking to Maryland's Attorney General, Douglas Gansler, um, who was unopposed in his last bid for re-election. And um, we were just talking earlier about... um, using um, disclosures to educate consumers in privacy settings. And one thing that's being debated right now in Congress is the issue of do not track. And have you um, formulated a view on that at all? Well, I mean, everybody, my view would be that's a great thing. Um, The question is, does it work? How does it work? And, and, um, you know, the logistics of it would be interesting. But, look, if something passes at the federal level, as dysfunctional as the federal government is, then it's something that we probably should have. I mean, most of the action, as you know, is in the states. Right. And and so if if they can actually get a do not track button or do not track law passed on the federal side, that's, you know, that's great. And, you know, frankly, most companies would prefer to have federal uh, legislation because then they don't have to deal with 50 different rules. Um, the problem is they, they resist it, and then and and so we don't really get there. Now, um, boy, one of the issues on the do not track is you have another form in addition to the states. Um, you have um, the browsers, 
and different browsers are, are trying to come up with what their default settings should be on Do Not Track. And Internet Explorer 10 is actually thinking about or actually will default to a Do Not Track setting. And you know, there are a number of advertisers who say that you know, they shouldn't have to honor that if the consumer isn't affirmatively opting out of being tracked. And so it's created a debate on you know, whose, whose onus should it be. Yeah, and, and, and where the dangers in the gray area in between. So there, the, the, a lot of these, it's very difficult to find. If there was something pop, that popped up right on the front that said, do you want to be tracked by people you don't know, uh, by some company you don't know or people you don't know while you're on this website, say, put yes. I mean, you know, no one's, no, very few people are going to want to be tracked. So they try, it's, it, they, it's the incentive of the company to be, to, get the information from people. Most people would prefer not to be tracked because that's not what they're signing up for, but the question is do they, uh, how easy it is to figure out how not to be tracked, and, and you know, the, the companies want to hide that information quite often. Now, one area you've been very involved in is social media. And uh, what has been, and you've done a lot of education outreach. I've seen some of the videos. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.